Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, dishing out tips and tricks on mindset, money, marketing, and media for your life and business, and where we talk to women about how they found their sweet spot. Welcome to the Her Sweet Spot Experience, where I bring you amazing guests and content in mindset, money, marketing, and media. Hey, sweet mates, I'm your host, Marsha Guerriere, and this month, it's all about the hot topic. It's the end of the year. We are winding down. We're giving our guests a break. So you're going to hear from me all throughout the whole month of December. I'm excited to bring you my hot topics and the top things that I think you need to know as you prepare to get yourself ready for a new year. The new year means so many things. It's a mark of um, new beginnings, putting away old um, things and like ushering in the new, right? Next year, it we are hoping to turn the tides over to so many changes that have been happening over the last 22 months. And so I want to talk to you guys about becoming an entrepreneur later in life. If you are a woman and you're out there and you feel like, oh, I missed my mark, I missed my chance, I'm just going to give you a little bit of hope and inspiration today to let you know it is never too late. Let's get into it. So entrepreneurship has no age limit. You can start a successful business at any stage in life, right? I've been dipping and dabbing in various side hustles since I was a teenager. I've tried things like hairstyling. Did I want to become a hairstylist and run my own salon? I tried career advising and planning. When I was young, I was that person or that uh, a person working and my friends were like, how'd you get a job? And I'm like, I had a resume, a good one. And I learned business communication and business skills and administration skills. So I started to teach other people to do the same thing so they can get jobs as well. I gave that up, right? I tried being a chef du jour and cooking and catering to see if that was something I wanted to get into. I found passion in home decor and design, so I dibbled and dabbled a little bit in that. Event planning was where I felt my most exciting because I got to do almost all of those different things and put it together as an event planner. So I worked as an event planner for a little bit, um, helping people you know, reimagine and create their events. I tried blogging. Didn't really land, but I tried it and I had fun with it at a time. So you name it, I tried it all until I got to a place where, you know what, I wanted to focus on work and just really um, put aside my side hustles because I was just finding myself everywhere. It wasn't until I got to my 39th-ish, 40th year in life where I was Having my sunshine, Joshua, that you also, DJ J Fresh on the ones and twos, y'all know um, DJ J Fresh, Joshua. When he was born is when I really, really took an interest into entrepreneurship as a true way to build that generational wealth and to build a foundation to creating that financial freedom that I needed in order to raise him the way I wanted him to be raised and to give him things that from a new perspective. You know, I'm first generation American here. And, you know, I know all you first gens, we grew up with different circumstances, especially black 
women first gens. It's so, uh, um, you know, sometimes you get certain, you know, our parents do the best they, they can with us and not to take anything away from that. And they come here and they want the better life for us. And that in itself is the best part of what they've done for us. And sometimes, you know, we, we are here as first gen figuring it out because our parents, not originally from here, didn't know all that they could um, put us into and provide for us while being here in America. And so as a first gen, you really are sometimes, you know, trying to learn the landscape of the American life um, as you go. So it, it wasn't until I was about 39, 40, my sunshine is here and, you know, always dipping and dabbing into entrepreneurship did I start really um, going through a lot of things. I've worked with startups. I've had a passion to, to work and support startups. And then my friends and I started to talk about our experiences in our career and how we were kind of left out in um, the, the wage and promotion um, getting. And so we wanted to find ways to fill our wage and promotion gap through entrepreneurship. And while many found different crafts, I found my best craft was helping and supporting them find the resources, do the analysis on and the strategic planning and thinking that was necessary to build a business. Some of which is how I built my career over 25 years in the financial services and financial technology technology industry. So I really thought, what a great time to use my skills. And I got serious, y'all. Serious to the point where I'm sitting here going, why did I wait till my 40s to get serious about entrepreneurship? I'm working now twice as hard, single mother here. And I waited till now when I, I look back and I'm like, girl, you had all the free time in the world. You shouldn't have been at the club. You shouldn't have been partying. You could have been building your empire from years ago. But I digress. It is what it is. And today is the day I have decided to take my entrepreneurship skills and build the business that is going to help me build that generational wealth and financial freedom that I can teach my son to build for the generations that perceive me, right? So it is not, you know, the more I started to look into it, I found that starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur later in life is actually pretty common. I wasn't alone. I wasn't by myself. I was certainly surrounded by my friends that, um, I was speaking to, and they were in the same age range as I, that were experiencing the same thing. In fact, in the article that I um, found in businessinsider.com, the average age of business founders hovers around 40, according to research conducted by MIT professor Pierre Azoulay, uh, who analyzed 2.7 million people who founded companies between 2007 and 2014. He found that uh, the, a founder at age 50 is approximately twice as likely to experience a successful exit, meaning they get acquired or go public compared to a founder at the age of 40. So this research was very extensive and it was various business types. I'm going to give you guys four examples of people, women who started later in life and became super successful. 
Robin Chase co-founded. The first woman is Robin Chase. She co-founded Zipcar. Y'all heard of Zipcar at age 42 in 2000. And that was not long ago. I mean, you can Google uh, uh, people who started businesses later in life and you're going to find a vast list out there. And they're all older white men and in the 60s, 50s, whatever, in 70s. And it's like, okay, old timers. But I wanted to give you some more recent examples of women. And so Robin started Zipcar, co-founded Zipcar in 2000. She left the company in 2011 and continues to build and advise startups as well as serve as a member of the World Economic Forum. The second person, you guys have probably heard this before, Vera Wang, who is the fashion bridal icon, um, bridal dress maker and designer. She was a figure skater and a journalist before entering the fashion industry at age 40. Today, she's one of the world's premier women designers, and she has built her empire to go just beyond this wedding dresses where she really came, started from and um, it is really immersed into the fashion industry with more than just designer wedding dresses. Ariana Huffington founded her namesake news publication, The Huffington Post, at age 55. Hello, 55. While she worked as a political commentator and writer for her earlier career, she was side hustling, y'all. Just like I tell you, we are filling our wage and promotion gap, making ourselves, creating those seats at the tables for ourselves, right? This is not something new. This just didn't come up in the last couple of years as we start to hashtag evolve our, ourselves and get stronger as a community of women. This has been happening, right? The success of her digital media publication made her a household name. HuffPost later sold to AOL, yes, AOL, for $315 million. You see that blog that I told you I was uh, um, trying to do many years ago? I should have kept, kept it going. You never know where it could have been today, right? And that's what she did. She created a news publication, The Huffington Post. And we can't live without our Huff News, right? Huff women, Huff this, Huff that. It has morphed into and grown into something way bigger than I'm sure she ever dreamed of or imagined. And the last one is Angel Cornelius. At 60, she started her business making and selling beauty products, again, as a side hustle while still working as a clinic manager at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston. For about two and a half years, she worked all day, came home to work out, and then eat dinner, and then she'd go straight to the kitchen to making those beauty products at, until around 2 a.m., and that was at 60, right? She retired at the end of 2017 and focused solely on the business. So she did her, hot, her side hustle just till recently, 2017, then focused solely on her business. And y'all might've heard of it. It's called Maison 276. It's a beauty um, line that I've heard of. And she's been featured in O Magazine and Essence. You, you can't really look at these and say, it's too late for you, 
right? You, you hear these stories and you have to know that when you have that burning passion inside of you, it is never too late to begin your entrepreneurial life. While these examples show you how possible it is, becoming an entrepreneur later in life has its own challenges, right? So let's talk about just three tips I want to leave you guys to consider as you begin to um, think about, should I go into entrepreneurship at this later stage in my life? First of all, the answer is yes. But consider these three tips. One, Avoid allowing others to limit your goals. As you get older, you may have more people in your life who try to persuade you away from the entrepreneurial lifestyle because, you know, honey, it is hard. It is not easy. It's not for the weak. But if you believe in yourself and you are passionate about it, go ahead and get it started, sis. Your family and friends may have good intentions, but they can limit your dreams only sometimes, this is not always the case, but your friends and family, they, they try to limit your dreams because they are they want to protect you. It's not always that they're jealous or this or that or that, or they want to, to keep you for themselves because they know entrepreneurship would have you away for, from them for so long, but they're really trying to protect you from the hard part of entrepreneurship right? They rem they may remind you that it's more difficult to start a new business as you get older because you have other responsibilities. You have your children, perhaps, aging parents, perhaps, and, and others can take up a lot of your time and present challenges when starting your business. However, knowing that these challenges exist can also help you make contingency plans for when it's time to get tight and tighten things up. And that brings me to my number two tip that I love to share with my, my clients. And they're so surprised that when um, my clients come to work with me, especially my one-on-one -on -one clients, actually, the first thing we talk about is their family life and their family structure. And I ask them, are the is your family involved, right? And they say no, because, you know, they, they, they're not interested or they don't want to, they don't believe in it. They're, you know, this is not their thing because it's a woman's product or because it's something else, right? It's so important to get your family involved. This is my tip number two, but consider how the business will affect them, right? You get them involved because you're going to teach them different aspects of entrepreneurship that truly every person will need. Doing the thing that you love, making the product that you make, providing the services that you have is your lane. But see if there are people in your family that could swim in the other lanes, like the marketing lane, the sales lane, the graphical designing lane, right? The people connecting. Those things could be spread out amongst different family members. And when your family actually sees how passionate you are, how excited you are, and when they see that extra coin start coming in the bank, ching, ching, they get excited too. And they become a part of the business. And it's something that will truly make a difference. I, I will never forget when one of my clients came to me She's, she was a serial entrepreneur. Her husband was over it. And he was like, oh, nothing ever sticks. You're not consistent. But I helped her formulate 
her plan and a roadmap for success to maintain consistency and build the business she's always dreamed of. And that's exactly what she did with my support, with my help, holding her hand and providing her with strategies that will help her improve her mindset, money, marketing, and media, which helped her get from a basic low five-figure to a mid double six-figure income through her business. And boy, did the family perk up. And now guess what? They are partners in that business for her. It makes me cry every time I see the family out doing their thing. It's so exciting to see. And my third and final tip for you guys is be open to learning from other people. You know, one of the things you know, as we age and, you know, when things change and newness is around us, sometimes we may be a little struggling with what's new, but you don't have to do it by yourself. Be open to learning from others. The most successful entrepreneurs are open to learning new ideas. You got to stay up to date on new advancement in your industry, right? Whether it's, you know, keeping in the loop by yourself or hiring those people or again having those family members delegated to staying on top of different areas of business whether it's the financing the marketing the 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 um, customer relations it's okay to have other people and it's so important as you begin to grow and scale that you consider who you're hiring and bringing in as contractors or part-time employees other side hustlers as well, building partnerships, right? Finding a mentor with successful business experience in your field can help your new business see profits quickly and plan for successful growth. Her Sweet Spot is truly here to support you in these efforts and to help you realize your dream, reimagine and reinvent yourself at any age to fill your wage and promotion gap through entrepreneurship. Guys, this is something that I'm super passionate about. I know you guys understand the power that entrepreneurship can bring to you. If you are ready and serious to take your business to the next level or just starting out and need support, join our Sweet Masters or Sweet Mavericks program. You get support from your other sweet mates inside her sweet spot. You get support from our her sweet spot coaches. No matter what stage in entrepreneurship you are at, there is a place here for you inside her sweet spot. Thank you guys for tuning in this week for another week of hot topics with me, Marsha Guerriere. And that was my tips on becoming an entrepreneur later in life. Go to hersweetspot.com and click on memberships to join and learn all about our exciting memberships for the new year. We're excited to see you. Thank you. And I love you guys for listening. You know how I end each broadcast. Until next time, when we empower each other, we all rise. Bye-bye for now. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Her Sweet Spot Experience. Make sure to visit our website, www.hersweetspot.com. That's her, S-U-I-T-E, spot.com, where you can become a member of our growing community and get great content for your life and business. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are your strategic partners to grow your business.